Fish be on the booze. Chapter 543 of the Fishbowl. Sincerely hope you're having a wonderful day. I'm Bob, Monday through Thursday, 15 minutes or less. We, uh, yeah, that's what we do, you know. Like the real greats at anything they do. When you ask a great at something, and you're like, hey, great, what is it you do? You know, they're like, well, I, uh, and then sometimes I'll, uh, and then sprinkle in a little bit of the, uh, and boom, boom, says, uh, says that New Orleans fella, Emerald. Or no, he says bam. No, I don't, does anyone say the other thing, what I said? No, no one says that, just, 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 Idiot podcasters. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair enough. I I understand. Apparently, the president of the United States just gave a speech to the nation surrounded by candles, each candle marking the death of someone in a recent mass shooting. A nation of mass shootings, no stranger to tragedy lately, the United States of America. But apparently in this speech, maybe he thinks this will be politically popular. I, but I think Biden went after the most divisive thing you can go after. In the time when politics could not be more polarized and divided and a nation of right and left and blue and red where people just seem to be at each other's throats and opinions have never been stronger and never been more wrong. But people are mad. Plus inflation and gas prices, it's just... He called for an assault weapons ban. Like AR-15s, etc., etc., etc. And I'm not necessarily... Well, I'll say this. I was going to say, uh, I'm not necessarily opposed to an assault weapons ban, but that's not entirely true. Because here's the thing. The cat is out of the bag, the tube is out of the tube, the toothpaste is out of the tube. What, whatever stupid expression that I seemingly can't enunciate, whatever you want to go with. You can't ban a style of weapon after it's been on the market for, I think there was an assault weapons ban that expired in 2004. There's millions and millions and millions of these weapons currently in the United States. You have to ban it before it comes out. You can't do it after. Because, yes, these are the weapons. They're weapons of war. They're, they're the weapon of, of choice, seemingly, in, in so many of these massacres. But the truth is that 99... Because you have to be able to understand both sides. The truth is that 99.9% of the people that own these weapons own them for self-protection in a very scary world for them and their family, and it's in their house. And they use it for sports shooting, 
like to take it to the range. Maybe camp in the middle of nowhere on someone's property and blow up some cans. It's not really a hunting rifle. But good people, like good gun owners, feel that they need a weapon like that in their arsenal of self-protection because the criminals have them. The cops in Uvalde, and a lot went wrong there. A lot went wrong. But I've heard from more than one police officer in my life, especially those, many of them are former military, and then as they transition into civilian life, they go to the police academy. That they feel that their sidearm is, quote-unquote, a pea shooter. And compared to the weapons that are out there on the street, they don't. The only thing they can count on is their training and being a substantially better shot. I've never been in a gun battle. But if I was to go into a gun battle, I would prefer not to be the person in the gun battle that's outgunned. I think that's logical. And I don't like these guns. I'm not, I'm not a member of the NRA. I, I'm not a... I believe in the Second Amendment, although I certainly think the way they wrote it, you know, there was no way to understand the flaws in the way the Second Amendment was written, you know, 200 years out. They, they, they just didn't anticipate this. They couldn't have. So I think the assault weapons bit, I think that idea... Maybe it's fun to say. Maybe it gets you political points. But I don't think it actually does get you political points. I think it is a... Like, it's a net-net. It, it, it doesn't... For every vote you would gain is a vote you would lose to. Such a divisive issue. I think that's the reality of an assault weapons ban. My favorite excuse, though, from the... Uh, typically, not always, but typically from the Republican side of the aisle, my favorite excuse as to why they think uh, you can't ban an AR-15. Feral pigs. <laughs> Razorbacks, like... Uh, you would think like a shotgun would work, but you got to be a good shot. Well, you know, you only have a couple slugs. So supposedly in the feral pig eat feral pig world of feral pigs, there is no better feral pig defense weapon than the AR-15. That's why you can't, you, you absolutely cannot think about taking that weapon out of responsible gun owners that just want to massacre feral pigs.
but isn't that argument so easily defeated? I, I really think they're not going to, but in an imaginary planet that's not ours, a planet inhabited by only people of tremendous religious stature, but in that planet where, where an actual assault weapons ban might actually happen. And that's the sticking point? The war on feral pigs? I'm pretty sure they can carve out an exemption. You know, you, you can go to your a county judge, someone at the police department, you know, somebody. They can think this through. And if you live on a farm, or you live in a rural community where... You're constantly looking over your shoulder because you never fucking know when a feral fucking pig is coming for your fucking ass. Never fucking know. I mean, they're feral fucking pigs. They can't be trusted. They're feral. I'll give you an exemption on that. But if that gun does get used in a crime, there'll be some extra penalties that you sign your name up for when you sign your feral pig assault rifle exemption form. Again, on this imaginary planet that's not ours, only for the really, really, really rigorous and fantastic and godly and every way folk that occupy that planet. And I know there's talk in Washington, D.C. now, but it'll be a miracle. It, it'll be a goddamn miracle, which is not usually the way a miracle is described. There goes my sainthood application. Hold on, what was I talking about? Sorry, I started thinking about SpongeBob and I totally lost it. <laughs> This whole thing, this whole thing. No, I'm just kidding. It'll be a miracle, like like if like universal background checks. You know, if if, if they suddenly make it illegal to <laughs> put an assault rifle for sale on the internet, the way my brother and I buy Nikes, and you go meet someone at a gas station and buy it out of the back of their car for cash. These weapons of war, these weapons of massacre, and these war that apparently are the only thing standing between you and feral pigs. If we get universal background checks and close the gun show loophole, that will be a miracle. But that's not enough to stem the ocean of gun violence that is America. I'm not being a defeatist. I'm being a realist. Because life is too short, life is too precious, and these problems are too goddamn hard to fuck around on Candyland solutions 
that will never, ever, ever see the light of day. I've heard right-wing talkers all week losing their fucking mind at the prospect that even though you got to be 21 to buy a handgun, that you might have to be 21 to buy an assault rifle. Losing their shit. Culture War 101. Scaring the fuck out of your audience is good business. Rush Limbaugh taught them that, and they've been taking it to the bank ever since. They used to just win elections that way, like Richard Nixon. Split the country in half, hope your half is bigger. But now divisiveness is big money in the political game. Who are the most polarizing political figures? They bring in the most money. AOC and her arch nemesis, Marjorie Taylor Greene, or whatever her name is. I'm not sure. I, I, I think she's at like, I'm not sure if she's, every time I see her, I'm, I, I, I get confused. Like, I'm, I think she's like the Wayans brother that's not Damon or Marlon that wasn't one of the white chicks. It's just, I don't know. She looks fine, but. I also think she secretly could be a Wayne's brother in disguise. Just saying, just saying. And on that raspy positive note, uh, have a fantastic weekend because, as I stated at the beginning, 15 minutes or less Monday through Thursday. Why? Because Friday's the weekend. Learn it. Live it, love it. On Monday, we'll be back. Chapter 544. In the meantime, on behalf of Fish B, Isaiah the Tiny Player, our executive producer, and an obscure SpongeBob reference. Till next time, say adios, Fish B. <laughs>